Hey guys, welcome back to KCF Conversations. Today I am joined by Michelle Knott. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Glad to be here. So Michelle, you're um, you're still sort of a, a newbie here, right? Uh, how long have you been with us at Kitsap CrossFit? Actually, I this month I just hit my one year. One year. So That's my awesome. CrossFit journey started at 42. At 42? At 42. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's funny how quickly time flies by. I always look at it like, you've been here two months, right? And they're like, no, Dan, I've actually been here three years. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> time just flies by. So a year already. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, uh, you know, it's funny because you came in and it seemed like you knew everybody already when you came in, right? But there are some folks who probably don't know your story. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your, your athletic background. Awesome. So my athletic background, I my dad played, first of all, my dad played college for University of, of Washington Huskies. Okay. So it's in the family blood that instilled in me the drive to play at the Division One level. And played at University of Florida, goalkeeper, okay. and had the opportunity to be on amazing teams and ended up winning the national championship, NCAA national title with the Gators back in 98. Okay. So high level. Um, great athletics has been a part of my entire life. Okay. So you played four years at the University of Florida, uh, played soccer. And what did you do after that? How did you stay active? At, did you continue playing soccer or what did you do? It's an interesting question. Great question. Um, and most people would look and be like, how did you not get into CrossFit sooner? Right. Um, for me and my story, I think playing at that intense level for so many years, uh, after I finished college and got married, I have four kids. Uh, I, there was a negative aspect of competing that I was fighting within and I stayed healthy by doing my own workouts, running. Um, my body didn't quite like that. Yeah. Um, came up with my own workouts and to be honest, I was fearful to get into CrossFit, uh, because I was afraid that it would awaken my inner beast. Um, there's a part of me that loves the intense workout. My body doesn't do well. Um, wasn't appreciative of my journey of the intense workouts for so many years. Okay. So, uh, okay. Well, I don't want to get too far ahead yet. So, you did your own workouts. Kind of, you yeah. stayed active. Stayed you were active. You played some soccer, right? I like did. sort of like here and there. Played soccer. Got into coaching. Okay. Uh, super active. I would say, on average, working out five times a week. Okay. Just by running, swimming. Uh, kind of call myself a little bit of a free bird. Uh -huh. <laughs> like just doing whatever to stay active. Got it. And then when did you get involved in yoga? So um, I did not get involved with yoga. I kind of dabbled in it for a little bit here and there uh, once I, we moved out here in 2010. So dabbled in it here and there, but uh, really didn't uh, get into yoga until um, after my first major injury, my neck injury. Okay. Um, and I landed in yoga because I realized I had been running <laughs> literally and figuratively um, away from life and away from some um, things. And I was using athletics as an outlet. And uh, it wasn't until I went to yoga that I realized kind of the, some of those deeper line um, okay. things under there. Do you mind sharing what that injury was? Yeah. Um, so my, when, um, my first injury, age 39, came a herniated disc in my neck. Okay. Uh, hit me blindsided, no specific trauma or injury. It was just years of wear and tear. Uh -huh. uh, 
really blindsided me. And uh, it was a humbling. Uh, athletics, for the first time in my life, was taken away. Um, it hurt to even go for a walk. Okay. I uh, couldn't do normal household chores. Uh, it was the first time I had experienced nerve pain, and nerve pain is a beast of its own. Right. Um, out of all my athletic injuries, nothing compared to this new nerve pain that I was experiencing. And for my story, nothing helped to alleviate that 24-hour pain. And found myself months after that having um, my first of two neck surgeries to how, place a disc in my neck. How long ago was that? So um, in 2016 okay. um, was my first one, June Got 2016, it. and less than two years later, um, I found myself back into having another one. Okay. Was there a trigger for the second So uh, <laughs> I love sharing this part of the story because um, I think it's common. And uh, after my first surgery, being the competitive athlete, um, got out of surgery and I immediately put on my superwoman cape <laughs> and uh, tried to really come back kid and come back fast, come back hard, and all of a sudden I found myself resorting back to all of those natural tendencies that I was good at, competing, comparing, pleasing, um, this, this world that I consider unhealthy, and there's definitely healthy aspects to it, mm -hmm. uh, but the unhealthy aspect, and uh, I rushed back too fast. I had even visions of this uh, article of the comeback kid, and <laughs> I wanted to just uh, run a marathon. I mean, I had big dreams, and I was looking back through pictures, and within three weeks of my surgery, here I have a titanium disc in my neck, and I was back running. Um, I just, I didn't, I didn't quite learn my lesson that my body was wanting some transition. And that was after the first surgery? <laughs> that was after the okay. first one. So after the first one, came back too fast. Mm -hmm. Got back into coaching, found myself um, going back too fast, not rehabbing. And um, my body didn't like that. And that within less than two years, my disc underneath it blew and oh, yeah. herniated. And sent me, um, lost a lot of feeling in my hand, lost a lot of mobility, uh, nerve damage, and found myself in having another. So now I have the opportunity <laughs> to have two titanium discs, uh, one on top of each other, um, that I really consider a gift. Mm -hmm. It helped to transform my life. Okay. So the second surgery was when? Second surgery was June 2018. June 2018. This is December of 2019. So that means you started CrossFit in December of 2018, just yeah. six months after your surgery. Six months after my second surgery. So this is very interesting. <laughs> so you felt like you rushed back into a competitive environment too soon after your first surgery. And then six months after your second surgery, you started doing CrossFit. Yes. So how did that journey happen? Because a lot of people would say, well, one thing you can't do is CrossFit, right? Because it's super competitive, it's super aggressive, it's really intense. Uh, you obviously can't do CrossFit because you've had two neck surgeries and your body doesn't respond well to high intensity and, and competition. So given that information, like what drew you to this? What was the trigger to have you come in here? Uh, let's see. You know, when I went through my first uh, procedure, uh, a part of me died. And I say that not in 
I don't know really how to articulate it other than a part of me died. And um, what I came to realize after my second procedure and then going into yoga and spending a lot of um, stillness and quiet on uh, through yoga and a gentle practice, um, I recognized and realized my innate being is, my true self is a competitive. Mm -hmm. And there's um, a lot of beauty to that. And when I, I saw when it was taken away, which was really my identity, I put everything in that and uh, one of the learned lessons through that. And uh, I was able to uh, see that in order for me to be completely whole, I needed to surround myself in an intense um, environment, but a healthy. So to come back full circle and to come into the CrossFit world, but with a whole new renewed transformed perspective of I have this craving, passionate desire to be strong mm -hmm. and in this environment and world, but in a healthy way. Okay. And some people say that's oxymorphic. How can you, uh, you're paradoxical. How can you be intense and yet calm? And the only way I can describe it is um, having that wholeness, that balance of strength and stillness. And it's possible. Right. It's totally possible. And for me, coming up with my own workouts and running and doing all that um, wasn't good for me. I, a better whole person uh, being in a group around people that are like-minded and really having that um, intense workout but bouncing it out with that yoga stillness mm -hmm. as well. So how is, so there are a lot of things that we do here that are I mean, they're challenging for someone who has never had any injury. Uh, how, how are you able to manage some of the, some of the limitations that you have due to the, the neck the surgeries yeah. that you've had and the hardware that you have? I mean, certainly there's some limitations, right? And how are you able to, to manage those? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, modify, okay. scaling. Uh, and it's interesting because I think in my past, previous life, I would have looked at scaling as a a weakness okay and now I look at scaling as something creative uh, learning the the balance of what and where I can go knowing my limits and I know when we were doing personal training that's a big part of my story is I started off slow right I started off slow we started one-on-one -on -one training yep um, and we had a tears mm -hmm. um, for me it was a lot of facing fears it was so much more than just physical and to go slow and go one-on-one -on -one training and then learning what movements my body just can't do. Yeah. And then not fighting it. Right. Uh, and I think the motto that has really stuck with me uh, here and in life is everything's a get to, not a have to. Right. So for the first time I was at CrossFit, but I was here because of me. I wasn't for a coach or uh, other people telling me I had to. I was here because I wanted to. Right. Yeah, you know, I think something you talked about that's really important is this idea of um, there's a lot of trial and error. Yeah. When you're working with someone, when we're working with someone who has had an injury or is dealing with an injury, uh, there are a lot of things that obviously we know are going to be some limitations, but there's also a lot of things that you can do. Uh, and we don't truly know what all of those things are until we kind of dabble just a little bit. We try it and see how you respond. Uh, oftentimes you responded well and we're like good that's something that we can do a couple of times we're like okay we'll not do that again right but there is that that necessarily tr necessary trial and error and I think 
you know, the way that you came in doing personal training where it was a definitely a more controlled environment uh, was a great entry point for you. Yeah. Uh, for me, a lot of it in was also not just about teaching you the movements, but helping you develop that self-confidence yeah. that you could go into the group right. classes. Because for me, honestly, the first couple of classes, I'm like, we don't need to do this for very long. And then you could go to the group classes. But I knew that you still needed to have that self-confidence nurtured of, is this okay for me to do? Yeah, there was a lot of fear. Yeah, there was a lot I'm of sure. fear and it was so much bigger. And um, you know, the word that stands out is alignment. Yeah. And I think my intention and in coming out slow and what I needed is um, that confidence of the alignment and the intention of the body mechanics. I had a, just come off of traumatic injury uh, and uh, often hear of people getting injured through CrossFit. So I was very hesitant and wanted to be intentional with movements. Right. And there was so many times where uh, you definitely pushed me to my edge and I was able to see and rest in it and see that it was okay. Right. And that it, I could do these movements again. Yeah. So there was, uh, it was really emotional. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I, for me, I needed that worth every penny, worth every penny to me. I, I, it, the personal training was priceless and a necessary component for me to go. I, I think it actually got to the point where you kicked me out. Sort of, yeah, sort of. <laughs> like, Get out! Not that I didn't enjoy working with you, but I, I knew what you were capable yeah. of, and I knew what you were ready. And I knew that the only way you could continue to grow in the process would be to take that next step. Mm -hmm. Like, I could have continued to challenge you and give you harder workouts, but your growth was going to come from graduating from the private training scenario to the group training environment, right? You know, and I think something else that you mentioned there is that that's really important is that, you know, I took you right to the edge. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the beliefs that we have in CrossFit is that the way you get better is you have to push to the limits of, we say, to the limits of your physical and psychological tolerance. Is that if you always stay within your comfort zone, you'll never grow. And so my job and the, the job of our coaches is to take you and push you to the edge of your comfort zone and even get you to step beyond it just yeah. a little bit because that's where the real growth happens and you know most of the time you were you were willing to do that yeah. so that was good yeah so how are things feeling now so now you've been in group classes for quite a few months now uh, and how's that process going for you you know I cannot be happier um, I feel alive again I feel I'm clicking on all cylinders and it is a full component integration of so many things but I tell you what, being in a community that's like-minded, uh, I can't tell you how many times in the group classes I've had either a coach or another friend uh, tell me, hey, your neck is out here a little bit in, in correct alignment. And I, it's just safe. Right. Um, I don't feel like I've got to compete. And that, to me, which was one of my biggest fears in coming into, was I, I don't have to compete. Yeah. And um, I've got people around me that are looking after me. I can't tell you it actually brings tears to my eyes um, to know that the coaches uh, and people around me care enough about me and um, just wanted me to be healthy. Yeah. And so that, that to me is priceless. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're, you know, delighted to have you here uh, as a member. I mean, you've been like you come in and you're just beaming <laughs> and happy and, and excited. Uh, and it, so it's been cool to really, really uh, to watch your progress over the last year. I know. Kind of crazy how time flies. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, 
if you'd like to, uh, if, if you have injuries or if you have any limitations and you're thinking that maybe CrossFit isn't quite for you, I'd really ask you to just think about Michelle's story. Uh, I don't think anyone would say to someone, uh, you're out of your mind if you say that you can't do CrossFit because of, because of those types of injuries. But I think Michelle is obviously a testament to the fact that this program really can be designed and tailored to meet anyone's needs. Uh, and so I just, again, I want to say congratulations to you for your uh, hitting the one-year mark, and uh, we're happy <laughs> to have you part of our community. Thanks, Dan. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. Absolutely.